Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? And we're live. Welcome, everybody, here to the Lakers Lounge. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today, joined by Aaron Larsoul, as yeah, hold on, we are hold on, always hold joined. Yeah, by, we're live, okay. though, right? Yeah, hold on. We are, we're, live. we're live. Yeah, okay. We're wait, nine oh five, not eight oh five. The area code <laughs> and the glorious beer. Nine oh five. I'm going to be nine oh six. Subscribe. Oh, there. Okay, if, you, okay. if you see if you see me not looking into the camera, it's because I'm I'm checking my screen and I'm not good at multitasking. Actually, that's not true. I am good at multitasking. Uh, I am I am subscriber 906 to the YouTube channel where you are watching this if you're watching live. So we need a thousand though. Go go be numbers we're, we're 907 through to a thousand. The fact that we're creeping up in the middle of August um, feels like good thing. feels feels like a nice uh, a nice development. So that good, you know, hopefully by the time we get to the season, we'll be at a thousand and and then we'll just take off like a rocket ship from there. Like a um, Houston rocket. No, no, no. They're 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 are more you, kind of. Are you we got to see how they how they are you, gel. Are you, are you telling us you're going to go start hanging out with Roosh and doing a? You're going to do a different show. Is that what it's we're going to be? It's 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 going to be more successful than an Elon rocket ship. How about that? <laughs> hey, like that that's something hey. that I can promise to people, right? Oh, how about this? Like I, he has done a lot of damage to the platform, and he's. I was going to say probably, but definitely an awful human being. Yeah, yeah, but. Look, shout out to Elon and I guess it's not Twitter anymore because he is providing some, you know, some payouts to some of our our, our friends uh, that that cover the NBA. I'm one of them have, that have been doing a bunch of work here, building up their platforms, kind of yelling into the into the void for a while. Um, yeah, and he start he start chipping them out a little bit. So that's a, that is that is one good thing. I guess that that gives me the opportunity. I mean, like I, I've I've gotten some questions about it. I've caught some I've caught some shit from it uh, from from doing this, but from doing what? Uh, from subscribing to Twitter Blue and getting oh, my yeah, my blue yeah, check yeah, my yeah. my blue check and all that. I stuff, mean, to be right? fair to you, you had it before. Well, so here's my thing. There are rumors about how you obtained it before, but <laughs> so much sex. <laughs> um, Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, it's sex for your ex, right? You've never no. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Me what, neither. It's a, what it's, is it's that? a made up thing. What um, is that? No, wait. <laughs> what is that actually? I, it's I just made it up as a joke right now. Oh, I, okay. So the reason I was verified in the first place was because uh, way back in the day, I used to write for like four different websites. Okay. You know, I used to write for Forum Blue and Gold. I used to okay, write for yeah, Silver yeah, Screen. Yeah, I used yeah, to run yeah. Dodgers Nation. I used to okay do all kinds of stuff. So like. The original verification process used to be just like, hey, you go on there, 
you say you make the case for yourself why you think you should be verified. Okay. At that time, I said I'm writing for all of these websites, and um, it seemed Sent like examples a good... of such. Uh, didn't even have to. I they just oh, you like... did this. You did this long ago. Yeah, this was okay. yeah, this was this was a minute ago. I think it said I was I was uh, first verified in 2016. Mm, is mm -hmm. when I was first verified. Um, so anyway, uh, I've been going back and forth on whether or not because I've never honestly like when I first applied for it, I obviously cared. It was a cool thing early in my career that I was I was yeah, actually I was, kind of I like was bitter. I never had one. Yeah. Um, and then and then like over time, as more and more and more people. Uh, got verified. It just like the 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 glimmer, the, the the kind of got rubbed off of the magic lamp. So I didn't care much. And at the time, initially, when people were actually like paying for verifications, I was like, oh, I'm absolutely not doing mm. that. Like paying um, paying either their connects at Twitter or outside entities that knew how to do the process. No, no, no. Just recently, when he was like making oh, people oh, buy yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. blue checks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I seven dollars or eleven. Yeah, I said like I am yeah. absolutely not doing that. Not it is right. not happening. That is extreme fuckboy behavior. Right. Um. And and then you know they they unveiled this monetization thing, and my and I also launched a Substack. Right. And um and just generally speaking, if you are not verified. Uh, your links that you try to link people to get suppressed. Like it's, mm. it, it just, it gets lost to the algorithm. It, it got to a point where I would send a tweet about something I wrote and it wouldn't show up on my, on my feed on tweet deck. It just wouldn't okay. show up there. And so I was like, look, this is hurting my, this is hurting my, my bottom line. This is uh, affecting uh, the traffic that I'm hoping to draw to this thing that I'm, I am uh, generating revenue through. If, I mean, so long as the money that I get from Twitter uh, is more than it costs to be to be subscribed to to um, Twitter Blue or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. X. Uh, so is it, it X Blue now? By the way, I don't know. I have no idea. But I, uh, I, yeah, that was the math that I did. It was like it. It now it helps with the it helps with traffic and it. I make more money than it costs to subscribe. Yeah, no, so it's a good, it's a good business decision. There's of course yeah. the, like the emotional intellectual cost of like yeah. giving in, but yeah, well, but financially I, it's a good, yeah, it's a sound it, decision. I'm clearly. not at a point right now, as I sit here, like applying for full-time gigs, I'm not a point. I'm not, in, I am not at a point yeah. in my life where I'm like, yeah, I can this just is turn not the down place, money. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is not the place for <laughs> for you to be taking <laughs> yeah. stands. On. Yeah. Yes, I understand. Uh, maybe maybe, maybe I, eventually maybe I'll make it. that principled maybe stance. I do and, it. Nobody yeah, follows I, me though. Nobody follows me, so it doesn't matter if I do it because nobody follows me. Like, I would I do it for I, I would do like, it for all access Lakers. Like I would I would mm, I would do it from there and then mm. start tweeting out more from it, like during games mm. and stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'm bad at anyway, social media. Dude, this is all this is all taken away from where I actually wanted to start the okay, episode. Which By is? the way, today we are we are going to talk about Pau Gasol. I want to talk a little okay. bit about uh, Dwayne Wade versus Paul Pierce, uh, and Ooh. and the back and forth that they have thrown at each other. Um, but I really need to start the podcast today with one of the wilder driving stories I have ever had. Okay, in insane. All right, I'm with it. Let's hear. It. I was all right. So this morning, should I, get, I should I get my unnamed cognac? 
I, there's never a bad time not to. Like you, I know that. I know that's right. Um, all right. So, so we um, normally on Thursdays it's Donut Thursdays. It used to be Donut Fridays for Avery, but she goes to school on Fridays, and we don't get to sit there and eat the the donuts as a family. Let's be real about this. It's Donut every t- whenever I bet against the Lakers last <laughs> night. It's Donut Day. We got a full <laughs> dozen today, baby. <laughs> So we um did Anthony so, <laughs> earn dirt money to buy his family donuts day. Is it possible to have dirty money if it is going yes. to family donuts? Yes. That is not, it is not possible. Not all money is good money. That's the first thing. That's how I know you're not a domino player. You don't play bones because not yeah. the number one rule is not all money is good money. Yeah, I know. I know. But, but again, as we just talked about 30 seconds ago, I am not at a point in my uh, life where fair. I can. You're, you can't be a principled man all the time. I understand. <laughs> and by the way, look, not all money is good money. And betting on the Clippers to beat the Warriors, uh, beat the Warriors, beat the Lakers is dirty money. Yeah. But if there's a way to wash dirty money, if you're going to be in the money laundering yeah. business, buying donuts for your adorable daughter is probably the best you can do. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's what I'm saying. All right. Um, all right. So I'm on my way. So normally I would be out getting donuts for everybody, but today uh, Avery's stomach stomach has been kind of acting up. So we were getting something a little milder, and I was able to take my time because I left left the house a little early. And so normally out here, I take they have um, like everything out here basically where I live is a toll road. Everything. Mm-hmm. Like if I mm-hmm. want to get anywhere, you it, it cost me like two bucks every time I like drive down to Costco is it costs two additional dollars so today i was like you know what let's just see how much longer it takes take the streets and and see what else it yeah see what else i see taking the side streets Mm -hmm. and i'm glad i did because good god i'm at the um i'm at a stoplight and there's a honda pilot behind me it was like a it was like that forest green okay honda pilot and I'm looking, I'm looking at my rear view. I'm like, man, that is a really realistic puppet that I see in the front seat, like crazy. There's a, there, all right. So there's the driver's side, obviously that is like an adult and sitting next to him is his wife. I would, I would presume. And the wife is holding this like extremely realistic looking puppet in the front seat of this Honda pilot. And then the, the, the puppet turns its head on its own and I'm like, hold on. And I look a little closer. Hey, first of all, a puppet doesn't turn its head on its own. I know, I know, but I, that's what I'm saying is that that's what caught you my attention. See, you don't see the mechanism of however this is happening. Yeah, right. I don't see, okay. like, I, like I look up, I'm like, well, that's maybe it's a ventriloquist thing, you know, where like, mm-hmm. but why would the, <laughs> why would the wife be talking as the ventriloquist? Because like, white people it, are strange. That's this why. was not, this was not a, a white family. I don't um, believe you. No, it was, it was uh, of Asian descent. All right. Um, all right. So I, I look up and, strange, but go ahead. and I see, I see this, 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 what I thought was a doll turn its head to, you know, back to the driver. And I'm like, oh my God, they're driving with a baby in the front seat of the car. 
like holding the baby in the front seat of the car out on side okay. streets. Okay. And I'm like, look, I, when we go, cause we, we wind up, especially like right now where we've had 30 straight days of a hundred plus weather, we take the Palisade down to the pool and it, on our way driving there, because it's like a one minute drive. We never leave our neighborhood. Avery will sit on either my lap or Jen's lap, or she'll stand in the, on the middle console and stick her head up the, up through the, the sunroof. Right. Um, Oh, but we, um, that's only in that instance. If what we about are miles? Leaving, huh? What about miles? He's in the seat. Uh, he, no, like he'll you just if, leave him at the house. He doesn't get to, there are like, some, there the are some days it's been so hot here that it is legitimately unsafe to take miles to the pool. That's how, yeah. that's how insanely hot okay. it is. And my stupid neighborhood refuses to do what it takes to, you know, cool the water down below like 95 and it's just like it's not safe for not a lot of relief there no um we stopped going to the pool so we uh anyway as soon as i leave if i'm going to leave the neighborhood i take my kid and put them where the kids belong right in their seats strapped Mm -hmm. down Mm -hmm. in the things that are like built to protect these kids not in the event that like i am a bad driver i'm a good driver but sure. in the event that like somebody else out there is a moron and trust yep. me out here in texas with all the con- uh construction that's going on there are a bunch of giant ass trucks with idiot drivers who just refuse to acknowledge that they're driving a giant ass truck not a fast and the furious honda civic like it, it is <laughs> it is wild to me that this person took their kid and had them sitting in the front seat. So I'm like, man, what do I, I don't want to snitch. I don't want to call like the police or what? anything like that. I don't, ba- dude. Why, how I, is that even a consideration? Because this is so unsafe. Like hey, this man. is, this is like, if, if Child Protective Services saw this, like they would have something to say about it. Hey, okay, so, that's on them. Oh, hey. Well, no, so hey. I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I, I wasn't going to call, but what I was going to do, I, what I was going to do is like, tell them like wave them to the side of the road i have both of my car seats in the in the back of the car i was going to say hey man i don't know if this is extenuating circumstances whatever i will drive you where you need to go and have this child in my car so that this child is safe because i know how bad these texas drivers are out here how about my um, goddamn business how about well, that here's the thing here's the thing all right i was i, I that's what I was prepared to do. I was probably okay. not going to do it. Okay. But then, but then we, uh, we, I, so I am in, I am the front of the row at this one in the right lane. The okay. You're like car a stop to the, light or something. Yeah. At the, the, uh-huh. yeah. The car to the left of me in this intersection is a big semi. So I obviously, okay. I get off the, the line a little faster than the semi. Sure. Well then guess what happens? I don't, I, I don't know, but this I'm car, concerned. this car that was behind me again with a child in the front seat, like white like flies by me. Okay. Just absolutely. This is the fastest I've ever seen a Honda pilot go just. And I'm like, what the wait, so is I'm this thinking, a puppet or is it a child? It's a child. It's you just a, thought like, it was a puppet at first. I thought it was a puppet because like your brain doesn't want to get its brand, like itself around the fact that like somebody is driving with a child in the front down. seat. Okay. So I, this car just like, whoom, like flies by me and I'm thinking, all right, it, it has to be some kind of emergency. Da, da, da. Well, the thing is the emergency clinic is behind them. 
So it can't be that big of an emergency if they passed up an emergency clinic. And I'm like, also, if it was an emergency, like we just had an emergency. Miles is apparently allergic to eggs. So we had to rush him to the hospital. Oh, I don't like that part, but the allergic to eggs part. I yeah, um, are you are. You would you sexually exist as if you were allergic to eggs, right? Correct. So um, we still, even though it was an emergency, put Miles into the into his car seat and took yep. him to it took him to the emergency. But still, I'm not going to judge if it's that bad of an emergency, like whatever. Thing is, though. They pulled into a 7-Eleven. <laughs> hey, sometimes, hey, sometimes a big gulp, a slurpee, something. Sometimes you need one really, really badly. And I'm just like, hold on. <laughs> Wait, this was this was this morning. Actually, I don't know. You know what? Maybe you need a lottery ticket or something. I don't know. No, That's the insane. the lottery happened. Somebody in Florida bought it. But like, um, <laughs> like, Wait, the Mega Millions. They did no. That's isn't that only in California? No, like somebody in Florida won the won the one point five billion dollars, the whatever crazy no, Powerball was. Oh no, it was Mega Mel, it was Mega Millions. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, but no, so I like well, I, knew I, it was, just, I knew it wasn't me, but I didn't I didn't know. Okay. I need I I had so many questions, and I really thought about like pulling off and walking into the Seven Eleven because I had nothing but time on my hands this morning. What? But I I decided not to. I went to my Starbucks and I went and got my 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 ice my ice green tea lemonade or whatever it is, and I went about my day. But I have been thinking about that that family ever since. I am I'm glad you shocked because you, that, at everything that close, I saw there. That's a little too close to Karen Irwin for me for my taste. Look, man, you, you like, don't need to be in other people's business like that. Let them go about the hey, man. I that's between them and whatever deity you believe in. It's like. I, they got it. I, I'm guessing their deity is Doritos. Like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> hey, fair enough. Then, then Doritos will sort it out. Like, I was so shocked at the behavior of these two parents. It, like, I need, I need parents who are listening to this to to get at me, get in my mentions, and tell Aaron how crazy this is. How fucking you actually? You, so you, I, I see was. that you're not you're not interested in in my take on parenting. I don't. I can't understand why. But well, sure. like, you. <laughs> There's there's an important qualification to talking about parenting. Uh, what what would that possibly be? <laughs> anyway, I needed to get that off my chest, and not eventually drinking, I'm not gonna, drinking Hennessy at twelve thirty on a I'm gonna, Thursday morning. <laughs> I'm going to talk to uh, Jen about this so that I can okay. talk to somebody who can relate. Now you but that was South business. That's that's that's, a, that's whatever they got going. Hey, man. I need people to talk to me about like parents to to to, to get out to me, get at me about this. this hey, I always have my niece and nephew in a car seat. I promise you that. But what other people doing? Hey, that ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> Y'all go ahead. Y'all be easy. We uh, disagree. We did. I look. I, at the end of the day, I didn't do anything. Like they they the flew fact that around you considered me. it concerns me. Look, man. I have a I have a soft spot in my heart for children. I guess that makes me a weirdo. Like I, this, this child no, was I'm just put out of people's business. I this don't. child was put in danger for the sake of some fucking Twinkies. Hey, do you know how Slim Jims are delicious? <laughs> and sometimes you have a craving. <laughs> it was like seven forty-five in the morning, and this person was putting their sometimes child in actual danger. Sometimes you need one of those dry ass hot dogs that's been spinning for somewhere between 24 and 48 hours at seven o'clock in the morning. I was just, ah, man, I need to know what they bought. At the very least, I need to know what they bought. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm gonna. I'm... You want to go check like security footage? <laughs> I thought about it. I thought Remind about it. Remind me not to do anything even questionable in front of you. I'm sure right. I have already. But you're sipping Hennessy at twelve thir- or ten thirty yeah. in the morning. Yeah, it's been a long morning. <laughs> that's, that's a little. Or something. That's... It's been a long morning or something like that. We're a long long night that yeah. led into the morning. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about Pau Gasol. Uh, mm-hmm. 18 minutes and 45 seconds into this discussion that was supposed to be about Pau Gasol. Okay. Uh, I am really curious. So I, I will talk, obviously, from the Lakers fan standpoint. Pau is one of my favorite Lakers of all time. He's okay. probably higher for me than most. Um, but Is it a nostalgic thing, or is it his game, or maybe both? Is it because he, like, kind of... I don't want to say saved, but like definitely it's saved. A lot. Not saved. Not saved is too kind of saved, but kind of saved. Kobe's saved. tenure with the Lakers and his yeah. his desire to stay with the Lakers and help Kobe get. Should the, we start there? Should I? Range. All right. Let me is let me offer up the let me offer up the context from which Lakers fans are talking about Powell because I think a lot of like general NBA fans think that Lakers fans overrate Powell, and I think a lot of Lakers fans think that general NBA fans underrate Powell um, for a variety of reasons. And for me, here's here's how I will talk about Powell. Powell, uh, for most of his career, was kind of the personification, him and Dirk, uh, of the soft European player, right? That, like, we think Euro, we think soft, period. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, his time in Memphis was somewhat disappointing by the was end of it? it, right? Somewhat. I think at the at the very end of it, I think both sides were ready to kind of move on. Um, and well, as far, as far as team success, yes. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he right. was excellent. He yeah. was very good. Um, I remember to this day, the day that the Lakers traded for Powell, uh, I remember talking to my dad and him giving me shit that he thought that the Lakers needed a 20 and 10 guy and that they traded for a 19 and 9 guy. That's, if you want, if you want to know where, like, why I am the way I am, that's my father. Fair enough. So, he was, he was definitely calling the authorities on that nice Asian family going to Seven Eleven. Anyway, so we. So. Oh, all right, so. The day that they traded for Powell, I was at the time I was working for Men's Warehouse and I had a BlackBerry phone. Remember BlackBerry phones? And, I do. I never had one, but yes, I do. Um, and uh, the way the BlackBerry, like early edition BlackBerry phones were extremely slow and you had to like literally scroll and wait for like the next line of the article that you were reading to load and you would scroll again and it okay. would just like, it was super slow to get okay. information that way. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> On top of that, I was in I was in Anaheim Hills, and the uh, the reception in that men's warehouse was not great. Fortunately, that uh, it was a slow day there. It was like a Wednesday afternoon or whatever um, that I was working there, and uh, you, you 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 know you get the notification and you get all the texts and stuff. Oh my God, the Lakers just made a trade. They traded, traded, and. Um, and at that time, I was like, holy shit, they got Powell. Look at that. And, um, you know, this is coming off of somewhat the disappointment in the, in, the off, in the offseason preceding that, the summer preceding that, where Boston had just traded for Kevin Garnett. Um, and, 
you know, there was a lot of talk that, and KG has since said that he wanted to go to the Lakers. He would, if he had a choice just himself, if he was a pro now, he probably would be a Laker, um, would have been a Laker, uh, given the way that pros can kind of force their ways to, to situations now. Um, and, you know, I was just like, man, Powell's good. Powell's really, really good. But the way that we thought of him was like, he's not Kevin Garnett, you know? And, and like, I mean, he's to, not. To be fair, yeah, to be fair, he wasn't. It, you know, <laughs> Garnett was a greater player. But, um, you know, I was just like, I was just like, you know, sitting there in this men's warehouse and, and getting texts, getting texts, getting texts. And, and um, I remember telling my boss, I was like, hey, Kenny, uh, there's nobody in here. Can I step out and make a call really quick? So I called my dad and I was like, hey, do you know the details of the trade? Because my my phone is loading this thing like yeah. <laughs> trade asset by trade asset. Yeah. So I called dad and he goes, uh, all right, so they traded Kwame Brown. Okay. Maybe a pick. Yeah, that, that makes sense. His brother. Okay. And Javar's Crittenton. Ah. Man, they had to give up Crittenden. Oh, <laughs> I well, really, well, all right, really no, liked Crittenden. Okay, yeah, let's skip over that part, but go ahead. Well, we, we didn't know the person that Javaris would eventually become at that time. And yeah. he was very exciting. That that uh, The summer league that he played in and then in the preseason that he had played in, in, in that point. Was that in Long uh, Beach? Really, yeah, really yeah. fun, really yeah, fun yeah. young player. I believe he was coming out of Georgia Tech, if I'm correct. If I have that right, or maybe one right. first. Uh, it was like a golden right, black yeah. school. Yeah, sounds I remember. right. Yeah, sounds right. Um, and so we, uh, yeah, I was like, I guess that you kind of had to give up something. You weren't going to get him for nothing. And obviously, now looking back, Mark was the far and away biggest asset gained by Memphis in the Pow trade. But uh, still, it was just kind of like, uh, in, there were two kind of lines of thought, trains of thought, right? One, this definitely means Kobe is staying because they wouldn't trade away, you know, their best young asset and and an expiring contract and future draft capital for a player if they thought that Kobe was still like adamant about getting traded. Um, after they made the trade, by the way, they asked Kobe, "What does this do for your interest in in being traded?" And they had already waned um, at that point because Bynum was playing really well. Unfortunately, Bynum had just gone down or whatever. So you're like, "Fuck, we just we just convinced Kobe to stick around." And then Bynum goes down again. You get like a couple weeks or so, and then they trade for Powell. And then they ask Kobe about it, and he goes, "Why would I want to go anywhere else?" They had their first game together, and it was just immediate how perfect a pairing these these not just basketball players but also human beings were for each other. And, yep. and it just kind of took off from there. So the fact that this was like the final thing that convinced Kobe to stick around and also helped him win two championships that nobody thought he was going to be able to win with the Lakers, given the trajectory of the or organization at that time, like Powell gets a lot of extra, you know, uh, weight. He carries a lot of extra weight with Lakers fans because of that mm -hmm. stuff. But also, I don't want anybody to ever think that Powell wasn't that dude because he was. He mm -hmm. was really effing good. And I don't like I think Dirk is the better player. Um, yes. I, I know Dirk is the better player. <laughs> yes. But like if Dirk is on the Lakers for either of those championships, I don't know that the Lakers win those championships. Like I so I disagree Powell with you. I disagree Powell with did you. stuff at the center spot specifically and went up against Dwight 
and KG in back-to-back, you know, final series. And I don't think Dirk, at at, at that point in his career, could have bodied up with those two guys in the way that Powell did. And I don't Mm -hmm. think Powell gets anywhere near enough credit for going up against Dwight at that point, MVP candidate, multiple-time defensive player of the year in his absolute apex of his career. Three in a row, yep. And Kevin Garnett at the ab, you know, pretty mm. close to the yeah, like late, on late the, prime, but still in his prime. Late prime, yeah, but still, still in his prime. Prime Kevin Garnett is is who Powell went up against in two straight final series, and Powell outplayed both of them, both of them, both of them. Huh, look at you. Both All them. right. Um. So by the way, I just I just discovered that. Uh, so well, R.I.P. to whoever the victim, Javaris, all that. Um, I just discovered that he was released from prison uh, in April. So. Um, yeah, I, you know, what's funny to me is or not, not that having nothing to do with that, but how, how that trade <laughs> what a looks terrible. How, segue. Yeah, was, I'm not good at this. Um, <laughs> how that trade looks in retrospect, because at the time, like the big thing was, was Stephen a, you know, the clip, which yeah, there weren't really viral clips in those days, but you couldn't see them on your Blackberry. That's why there weren't viral clips in those days. Yeah. But well, that's become kind of viral now. And Stephen a talking about that trade, I think it was on sports center. And him basically just uh, just talking terribly about Kwame and how one sided the trade was. But in retrospect, it doesn't because of the career that Mark had and especially his time yeah. in Memphis. It's less one sided. The Lakers obviously still won. You win two titles and you never have to say you're sorry. Um, I forget I, who reported it, but the Lakers could have. It was up to the Lakers to decide who to send to Memphis, I believe. Memphis and gave they, them a, a list of a couple of people and they chose Mark is what you're saying. They chose Mark and the other the player other did yeah, never, I, I don't think option. ever came to the, came to the States. So real bummer there. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess yeah. so. <clears throat> um, Cause they could have had Mark and so, Powell and Bynum. So I obviously was, was a huge basketball fan in those days. Um, I wasn't working for the Lakers. I was in Portland in those days. Um, and so I knew, obviously knew of Mark, uh, excuse me, knew of Powell, the player, but I was not a Lakers fan. So, but I've had a chance to um, meet Powell a handful of times um, in the last few years and put his, put the basketball part of it aside. Obviously, he was an all-time great Hall of Famer, you know, top 75, all of those kind of things. Um but I've been struck by, and, and especially uh, since since Kobe has died, I've been really struck by Powell the human and how just yeah. wonderful of a human and gracious and kind. Um, he he comes to a handful of Lakers games um, a year, and obviously we had a, had a big thing for him uh, when his jersey got retired recently. Oh, maybe in March, April? March or April, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, when his jersey got retired. <clears throat> and... So I have been like put the basketball aside. I have just been really struck by his decency, his kindness, and not to to everyone. Um, yeah, and, and how much everybody he, thinks of like his relationship still with the Bryant family, but he is that gracious with everybody. Yeah, he's just a wonderful human. Yeah, um, just a really good dude. And obviously, again, I'm going to say it again: an all time great basketball player. Um, you know, was one of the first you know, like legitimate seven foot one. He's not as good as, as Joker. Right. Um, but in, in the ways that he is just such a massive human, 
and can control the game, maybe is a little strong, but can impact the game in so many different ways. He was like, he could put it on the floor a little bit. He could shoot some, you know, wasn't really a three point shooter, but he could, he had a little range on the jump. Developed it late. Him as a, him as a passer. Like he was, he was one of the first dudes that was like, wait, this dude is bigger than every other center and, you know, can facilitate a little bit. Um, So I, yeah, but to me, it's, it's like not even about the basketball so much. I am just, because I've had a chance to meet him now recently, or, you know, in the last handful of years, I'm just still just in awe of him, the quality of him as a human. Um, he's the best. He's just like, he's one of the best guys, period. That's that's another part of why I have him as high as I do. So, like, my favorite Laker of all time is Kobe. Not going to, not groundbreaking there. <laughs> I don't think you're in the minority there, but yeah, the, the guy behind me, uh, in you know, in all of my in all of my stuff, twice, right? You have this one, which I actually really like quite a bit. We can't Let's see, see if I can. Yeah, you gotta move that. Yeah, yeah. So you can kind of see it there. Yep. You yeah, see yeah. that. Um, but uh, and then also obviously the big the big drapery behind me. But um, so Kobe's my my favorite Laker of all time. Mm-hmm. How might be number two? Wow. Like, I'm not talking about like list of greatest Lakers or anything no, like that. No, just your my, personal favorite. Yeah. My personal favorite Laker of all time. Also, like, I am Latin. He's a Spaniard, right? So, like, there's that aspect of it too. And, and like, also, the way that he plays the game is such a perfect extension of the stuff that you're talking about of him, the human being, right? He does, he, <clears throat> he looks to make people around him better and Mm -hmm. he is willing to do absolutely anything again when he got to the lakers the knock on him was he's a little soft you know but it doesn't doesn't like to 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 bump down there in the post as much as 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 you would need your big to be able to do but again but that was supposed to be bynum's job anyway right Sure, yeah, but then when when Bynum wasn't able to stay healthy, and you and you still needed Powell to be that kind of player, and also by the way, when Powell um, played center, it unlocked a version of Odom that that allowed those Lakers to play some of the prettiest basketball of that generation, and and you know with the way that they could do high low passing, and you could you could have multiple passers out of the high post between. Odom, Powell, and Kobe on occasion. By the way, Powell, the, Powell, Powell, and Lamar now would be an incredible oh, front court. Oh my god! Especially, That's especially given that um, both could very easily and eventually did extend their range out to the three point line. You know, yeah. And Powell's, Powell, not, gonna Powell put, Powell's not gonna put it on the ground much, but was a very good passer. Yeah. Lamar at six ten, six eleven, was both a could very move good passer and could put the ball on the ground. Yeah, both that could was, move yeah, their feet. That was kind of a precursor, and it's not even small ball, right? It's no. not. It's it was actually ball, kind of a... it's not small ball because Powell is seven one and 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 Lamar six ten ish. So it was actually a precursor, precur, precursor, 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 yeah, precursor, yeah. precursor. The the more that I say it, the worse it sounds to me. Yeah, precursor, yeah. <laughs> precursor. Yeah, I don't know why to... you're taking the e off of it, but precursor, precursor. Anyway, PRC <laughs> live audio. Uh, so it was actually, uh, it, it came before and preceded what we saw from the Lakers in the 2020 finals, right? Where AD and LeBron as your, as your five and four respectively, uh, 
it was technically small ball, but it wasn't small ball because both those guys are huge human beings. Well, also, and then Bynum's there like Dwight and, and JaVale as like actual yeah. just normal centers that are just way better than both of yeah. those guys. But yeah, like at that stage of his career. Yeah. Yeah. So I, anyway, uh, I, I just, you know, for what he meant to the Lakers, what he continues to mean to the Lakers, what he meant to like him and Kobe's friendship, like my favorite clip of all time is after I believe it was an Orlando game, Kobe is talking to him about a pick and roll that they ran. And he's talking about how like, how instead of at that time, you would if somebody was going over this shoulder, you would it was like they would knock you into your into your role, right? If as a screener, and if they hit your left shoulder, you turned with your with your right foot being down and you would turn with the basketball. And what that sometimes meant was that you would actually um, one, let the guard over the top of the screen and two, it would kind of throw off the, the timing there. But uh, Kobe and Powell was some of the first times that I saw that they realized, no, actually, Powell, if you stay put and rotate, you know, to the direction that the that the guard is coming over the top of, it makes it harder for the guard to go and it lines you up more perfectly for that pocket pass. And so Kobe and Powell like realize this it you know live on the court and then they get back to the locker room and Kobe is talking about how yeah, it was just like perfect and we were like you know the the clip is always of them he has like this. I should have the clip handy and I'll, I'll play it. I'll grab it right now uh, while you're talking. But just like that that simpatico nature of their relationship was so effing cool. And Kobe always gets knocked at, and it, it, it was like at times a very selfish teammate. Um, but by the time that he and, and Pau got there, not only do I think that they unlocked each other as, as basketball players, but I really think they unlocked each other as like human beings. <laughs> 